Hello everybody, hope you guys are doing well. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a different one. And today we'll be talking about the... I don't know why I keep on saying that, by the way, it's going to be a different one, although it's the same thing more or less all the time. So today we'll be focusing on the Euros. Um, Euro 2020, which should be happening on the 11th of June, only nine days away. That's, that's something amazing, to be honest. Uh, I can't wait to see the games, to be honest, and it's something really fun. So, um, a couple of things to say beforehand. Firstly, we have to speak about uh, Scotland making it to the Euros for the first time in 20 years, which is something phenomenal. And the fact that they beat Israel to make it to the to, to the qualification final, I think they also beat what, Serbia or um, I don't recall exactly who they beat. Yeah, yeah, they beat Serbia, which is amazing. Um, and that's really awesome for the, for them, to be honest. That's fantastic. Um, so they beat Israel in penalties. Us go to the Scots, and they beat Serbia. Um, that's. I'm so grateful that they were able to beat them both and make it. Right, so we're going to take a look at a few things first. So... 11 countries are going to be hosting it. We have 24 teams, or 24 countries, of course. Um, from the 11th of June to the 11th of July. We have 11 venues for the host cities, which makes sense because the host countries are going to host it, then why don't the host cities do as well? So um, I'm going to take a look at the qualifications for the qualified teams already. And with that, we're... Actually, there's no need. We're going to skip that part. We're going to go straight into the um the stadiums we're gonna get the stadiums and then we're gonna do the um the what's it called we're gonna go stadiums groups teams and within the teams we're gonna look at like the lineup important players that they have for every single team all right so let's begin Firstly, we have Wembley Stadium. We all know this ground. Um, it, it hosts the uh, FA Cup finals, uh, home matches for the England national national team, as well as the um, Carabao Cup final. It can also occasionally host um, Champions League matches here, and as well as um, other games like um, they did the Challenge Cup final. The the Women's FA Cups, the FA Trophy, the um, Community Shield, and that, that's pretty much it. There isn't much that they do other than that, to be honest. Um, so England, so England actually going to play all their three matches here. We'll be talking about England when they come later on, to be honest. Um, next up, we have Stadio Olimpico. Well, Stadio Olimpico is the... Uh, stadium for Roma or Roma 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 <laughs> good lord um, they yeah they typically tend to host um, Euros World Cups um, Summer Olympics uh, Champions League Finals uh, European Cup Finals which was you know back then it was called the uh, Europa League and uh, actually, actually, the European Cup in the '84 was still called uh, Champions League, but it's just called the European Cup for whatever reason. 
We also had uh, the Allianz Arena in Germany, which is the home of Bayern Munich. Um, it's entertaining. It's nice. Uh, they had World Cup matches there. German national football team plays there. Um, other than that, there's also the Baku Olympic Stadium. And for Baku is in uh, Azerbaijan. I think it hosted the... Um, so, so it's going to host, um, of course, the Euros, of course. An honorable matches in the past was the Europa League final in 2019 between Chelsea and Arsenal. The Europa League group stage for Karabakh and basically Karabakh and uh, Azerbaijan. Um, um, it's there isn't that much to say other than that to be honest. There's the um, Krestovsky Arena in Russia. Uh, major matches that held was the twenty seventeen FIFA Confederations Cup, which is a lesser known um, competition. So it was the 2022 Champions League final. It's going to be held there. Nice. Can't wait to see. Uh, the Puskas Arena, which is also referred to as uh, uh, Liverpool's home stadium 2.0, which is funny. Um, they did have some important matches there in the Champions League. Mainly, I said uh, Liverpool played the RB Leipzig there twice. Um, Bayern Munich beat Sevilla there 2-1 at the Super Cup. Uh, last last year, um, Man City beat much of back there. Uh, Wolfsburg beat uh, actually they, they lost to Tottenham Hotspur there, um, and Molde were defeated by Granada over there. They're also going to host the twenty twenty three Europa final, uh, Europa League final, there. So, as for that, there's also the Parken uh, Stadium, which is held uh, in God in Denmark. They, they don't have that many events there, just concerts. There's uh, also one in uh, uh, Hamden Park in Glasgow, Scotland, which sadly Scotland will not be able to play there, which it doesn't really make sense because you'd think that a national team should play at home, especially in, in um, European competition because they do live there, but that's for a different day. Um, the Johan Cruyff Arena in um, Netherlands, which is the home, of course, of the Dutch national team. Um, as for the Euro 2020, yeah, Netherlands will be hosting uh, their games there as well as the North Macedonia game within their league there as well. So there's the um, Arena uh, Nacional from Romania, uh, the Estadio uh, de la Cartuja, Sevilla. Uh, I believe Sevilla plays there. And yeah, so that's it for the stadiums. Now we're gonna go or such videos. We're gonna go now to the uh, group stages, um, group by group. Okay, so we have in group A. So A one is Turkey. Um, so they they're a good team to be honest. I expect them. I'd say I think it's second in the group, but they can also yeah. I I'd say second in the group. And depending on how how good Wales are, to be honest, because Wales are pretty good on their day, um, this group is pretty good, to be honest. I think Italy and Uganda definitely win it no matter what. They have a very good team. We'll talk about them soon. Uh, Wales have a good team as well, but not as good as Turkey or Italy. And finally, Switzerland have a very, very good team, to be honest. And that's something they really excited for. Um, group B, we have uh, Denmark, who are hosting it, Finland, Belgium, as well as Russia. 
I, uh, who, are, who are co-hosting as well. I don't know why Belgium aren't hosts, though. It's kind of odd, to be honest. So I think Belgium is going to easily top this group. I think Russia is going to come second, and maybe Finland and Denmark. Um, there isn't that much to be said, to be honest. Um, next up, we have um, Group C, is you have Netherlands, who are the host, Ukraine, Austria, and North Macedonia. So I think it's... I, I think it's the like this way is the right way to be honest. Like, there is another team I think is gonna win it. Uh, Netherlands is gonna win this group. Um, and other than that, I think Ukraine might come second, Austria third, and then that's it. To be honest, there's nothing, nothing more to be said. Yeah, because like it is their first ever conflict, uh, first ever uh, Euro competition, so they gonna get better. At least that's what I think is gonna happen. Uh, group D. Uh, not the group of death, sadly. We have England, the host, Croatia, uh, Scotland, the host again, and Czech Republic. So, England, I think they're going to get first. Uh, yeah, I think Croatia going to get second. Scotland's going to come at a very close third. And finally, Czech Republic aren't going to get that close to it. Um, I hope England do win. I will talk about their team, too, and how Gary Southgate's really helped himself there. But not that, not that much. Not that much. Okay, so... Um, uh, so... Right. The group E, we have, yeah, Spain hosting it. Sweden, Poland, Slovakia. I think it's going to be Spain followed by uh, by Poland, Sweden, and Slovakia. I, I'm i pretty sure this, will, this is going to happen. Spain is going to absolutely demolish this group. Poland are going to come in a close second because they have Lewandowski up front. Um, and Czechny uh, 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 in the back. Um, group F, we have... Yeah, okay, so Group F is the Group of Death. Group of Death means when you have three or four very, very strong teams. And when I mean strong teams, I mean like... I mean like, good lord. These teams are really, really good. So, we have Hungary... We're gonna host it. I think you're gonna get easily knocked out of the group within the first, well, within the second match day at least. Um, we have Portugal, France, and Germany. I don't know how to predict this group. I'm just gonna say Portugal are gonna get either first or second. France are gonna get um, the first or second, and of course in Germany you're gonna get third with potentially making it through. Maybe let's see. Um, I'm I'm gonna talk about the England national team towards the end i'll be i'll, I'll be talking about their 33 got the 33 man squad first and then looking at the other teams within that of course so firstly we have um the turkish national team their current squad who've been called up for the for the team so we have um a mainly known goalkeeper who's gonna play most probably um 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 Ugar Chan Shakir, who's gonna most, most probably gonna play in my opinion at least. Um, then we have Kayar Suyongchu, who's gonna play. Made Miral might get a few minutes there. Ozan Kabak is gonna do very very well. Um, as for the midfield, uh, Chengiz Under, uh, uh, Yusuf Yazici, uh, and that's pretty much it. As for the attack, we have uh, um, Borak Yilmaz. And that's pretty much it, as far as I know. We're actually going to do a really good job. We have uh, Cheng Tosun, who might get a few minutes here and there and prove their worth. 
but that's pretty much it next up and the um as for the current squad for um italy italy have a really really good team so i think um donnarumma this is definitely going to play for sure alongside Salvatore Sidigu, but this might be his last competition, to be honest, because he's getting quite old. Um, other than that, um, um, Alex Mere might get a few minutes, to be honest. I'm not entirely sure about that one, but the defense is decent. Uh, Chiellini, he might be his last time. Um, Emerson, Emerson has a bit of time left. Uh, Bonucci is last time as well. Um, Bastoni perhaps could do it, and Florenzi. Florenzi, this might be his last season as well. Midfield, we have Marco Verratti, great player. Jorginho, fantastic player. Um, uh, Nicolo Barea, fantastic player. Good lord. And then the attack is pretty good as well. Uh, Insigne, Berardi, Chiesa, Immobile, uh, uh, Bernardeschi. Really, really good team. Uh, looking at the recent call-ups, there, the, there aren't that many players who come to mind as really, really good. Maybe uh, Moise Keane could show his worth, or Stefan Sharawi, but sadly they haven't been called up respectively. Don't know why that's going to happen though, because that's going to be very stupid on their part. Um, then we have Wales. So we have uh, Wayne Hennessy or Danny Wood, but those two are definitely not going to play. To be honest, it's going to be Wayne Hennessy who's going to get the most call-ups now. Next up, we have uh, Ben Davies for Tottenham Hotspur. Um, other than that, Nico Williams could get a few minutes. Joe Roden could as well. And that's, that's it. Um, midfield, Aaron Ramsey. Uh, Joe Allen, maybe. Harry Wilson was probably. Ethan Apadu, most definitely. Um, Daniel James, yes. David Brooks, yes. And then the, for the front, we have Gareth Bale and Kiefer Moore. That's it. That's all that I know, to be honest. Who's really going to put the worth? Ben Woodburn might get a call up, but probably not. Sadly, he hasn't been called up, but, uh, called up yet. So, it's fine. Now, looking at Switzerland, they have uh, Jan Sommer in goal, who is definitely going to continue. Um, as far as I know, at least. Uh, Fabian Schar. They have uh, Manuel Akanji. Um, um, uh, they have Kevin Mbabu. Uh, Granit Xhaka is going to play, Granit Shakir is going to play, Steven Zuber is definitely going to play. Um, that's it. They also have Harris Fedovic, but he might be looking to retire quite soon from international duty. Um, and as far as I know, that's pretty much it. So they don't have that best of luck, to be honest. Um, Denmark, we have Casper uh, Schmeichel as the captain. Uh, as well as Jonas Losel. Who's thirty? Who's age thirty-two? He's not gonna play that much either, <laughs> but most probably Casper Schmeichel definitely actually definitely looking back now. Casper Schmeichel is gonna definitely get, gonna get the call up for sure. We have uh, Simon Kiar, um, as well as Andreas Christensen from Chelsea. There's uh, Yannick Bestegard from Southampton, and Joachim Anderson. So towards the end of the video, I'm gonna be talking about my opinion about why certain players from certain teams don't get those call ups for bigger teams. I'll explain more soon. Uh, Christian Eriksen, Thomas Delaney, uh, Pierre, uh, Pierre Emil Hoiberg, um, Andreas Christensen, probably, uh, Yusuf Poulsen, Martin Braithwaite, Casper uh, Dolberg, and that's pretty much it for that part. So, 
Finland. As far as I know, they're just Timo Puki, who's really good in Excel, and that's it. There's literally nobody else I can think of. Maybe like Dan Cavarro. Um, but that's it. The, the team is pretty. Eh, that's alright. Uh, Belgium. Belgium, like. Like. For Belgium, like, who can't I pick, to be honest? Looking at this team, like. What? Like, how can I not choose anybody from this team? Uh, Thibaut Courtois, definitely gonna play for sure. Uh, Simon Mignolet, probably won't play, but it's okay because he really, he really did well enough. If he, if he's able to win or at least keep a clean sheet, I'll be fantastic. He might play the last game though, but we'll see about that one later on. Uh, Jan Vertonghen, uh, Toby Alderweireld, Thomas Vermeulen, um, Meunier, uh, Leander, uh, Leander Den Donker, uh, Timothy Castagna, really, really great player. Um, Axel Witzel, Kevin De Bruyne, Chad Lee, but Chad Lee is probably going to retire quite soon. Uh, Carrasco, Tielemans, Hogan Hazard. Oh, God, like, th this team is simply the best. There is no other team in the entire world of national football, other than Brazil, of course, that could compete for this. Maybe France, but not as much in my opinion. Um, now we have Russia. Russia is pretty decent, to be honest. They have a couple of players who are good. Uh, Alexander Golovin, uh, Miranchuk, um, Cherishev, and that's it. The theme is decent, but not that good. Um, Netherlands, we have Tim Krul, Lady Blins, uh, Stephen De Vrij, Veltman, uh, Matthias Delict, Nathan Ake, Patrick Van Anholt, Van Anholt, God, uh, who, who I think finally got, like, actually, no, they didn't finally get called up because he played beforehand. Good lord. Uh, Jenny Wijnaldum, Frankie de Jong, uh, David Klaassen. I think Jenny uh, Wijnaldum is going to get the captaincy now, to be honest. Um, Martin Daroon, Arnie van der Beek. Good lord, this is a good team as well, but uh, missing someone in defense, someone key in the defense, to be honest. Uh, Ukraine national team, which is actually managed by Andrei Shevchenko, which is fantastic. Um, you have players like I don't know why I, I don't know why uh, what's his name the guy in the they, they do have a very good defender there but he's not playing um, the, the team is okay it's not that good to be honest yeah so they have Zinchenko but Zinchenko is more of a defender um, and they also have um, Malinovsky and Jarmolenko and that's it so Austria, Austria is pretty good. They have a couple of good players. They have uh, Dragovic, Alaba, um, Andres Ulmer, um, God, Valentino Lazaro, and Marco Arnautovic, and that's it. Not that much. North Macedonia, I I don't know anyone from this team to be honest. I'm. So sorry for anyone for who is a North Macedonia fan. The only person I know is uh, Alioski, but that's mainly because he plays in the Premier League, and that's it. I'm sorry. Um, Croatia, um, Croatia. The goalkeeper is not that well known, to be honest. There is also uh, Dejan Lovren, Dominic uh, Vida, uh, Simir Vizjalko. Uh, Mateo Kovacic, Marcelo uh, Brozovic, 
Um, Pasaric, uh, Luka Modric, uh, Ivan Perisic, uh, Andrei Kamaric, of course, which is other things, Andrei Rebic, and that's it. And there isn't anyone else other than that, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, Scotland, finally, we got to this. Come to the Scots. Uh, we have players like God, yeah, David Marshall, uh, John McLaughlin for Rangers, who might not play at all, to be honest. Um, Andrew Robertson, the Scot, the captain. Um, Grant Hanley, Kieran Tierney, uh, who may be looking to play. Declan Gallagher, Liam Cooper, Nathan Patterson. Um, Scott McKenna, uh, Scott McTominay, John McGinn, Cal McGregor. John Flex, Stuart Armstrong, uh, Jay Adams, Ryan Christie, Ryan Fraser, James Forrest. They have a they have a decent team if you know Scottish football. Like like I follow some teams and I know most of them from from the teams that they play for. And this is a very good team to be honest. So excited to see what they have to offer. Czech Republic. We have uh, Vladimir Kufal, um, Thomas Tuchek, and Matej Vidra, and maybe like Patrick Schick, and that's it. There is isn't. And it appears that I know of that well. Uh, Spain, David De Gea and Robert Sanchez, which is a really good to see in the call up. Uh, Cesar uh, Aspilicueta, uh, Diego Llorente, Pau Torres, Harry Garcia, which is amazing. Um, Amalek Laporte, fantastic. Um, Jordi Alba, Sergio Busquets, Marcos Llorente, Coque. Uh, Tiago, Rodri, Fabian, Dani Olmo, Pedri, uh, Alvaro Morata, um, Adama Traore, Ferran Torres, Gerard uh, uh, Moreno. Um, this is a really, really, really good team. I'm excited for the fact that they're actually using youth now more often. So we'll see what's going to happen for that, that point. Uh, Sweden. Uh, Robin Olsen, Victor Lindelof, uh, Pontus Janssen, Emil Kraft, um, and that's it. Not, not that much, to be honest. So, we're getting towards the end here, folks. Bear with me. So, Poland has uh, Szczesny and Jan Bednarek. Good Lord. Klisch, uh, uh, Jakob Moder, uh, Milik Lewandowski, and that's it as far as I know. Not that many strong players, to be honest here. Uh, Slovakia has Dubravka, uh, Milan Skriniar, um, Marek Hamšík, uh, Andrej Duda, and that's it. Not that good of a team either. Hungary, I'm not really gonna sweat it because uh, looking at this team, I don't know any of them. So, except for uh, uh, Peter Gulashi, was the only one I know, and that's it. And maybe like Willie uh, uh, Willie uh, uh, Orban. As for Portugal, I mean, where do you start? Uh, you have Ru- uh, Rui Patricio and uh, um, um, Anthony Lopes in goal. Uh, you have Nelson Semedo, Pepe, Ruben Dias, uh, uh, Jose Fonte, uh, Nuno Mendes, uh, Joao uh, Cancelo, um, Joao Moutinho, of course, 
Uh, Bernardo de Silva, Bruno Fernandes, Daniel Pereira, uh, Rafa Silva, Ruben Neves, um, Good Lord, uh, Renato Sanchez, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Andre Silva, uh, Diogo Jota, jo uh, Joao Felix. This is a very, very good team because they have the capability of to, to perform, to be honest. And I'm really excited to see what they have to offer. Finally, actually, so the last three teams we have here, we have France, who have Hugo Lloris and goal, Sid Mandanda, as well as Mike Minion, who I think is probably going to play, to be honest. We have Benjamin Benjamin Pavard, Kempembe, Varane, Longley, Kurt Zuma, Luca Lucas Hernandez, uh, Pogba, Lemar, Toliso, Kante, Rabiot, and Sissoko. Uh, Griezmann, Giroud, Mbappé, um, Dembele. God. Um, Benzema, Coman, Benyeder, and Marcus Turam. This is a really good team. Finally, for Germany, Neuer, Berlino, Kevin Trapp. Uh, there's also Rudiger, uh, Mats Hummels, Nicolas Schuller. Klosterman, uh, Robin Koch, um, Kimmich, Havertz, Tony Cruz, um, Leroy Sane, Gundogan, Emre Can, Muller, uh, Goretzka, Kevin Vorland, Serge Gnabry, and Timo Werner. So, I'm going to take a look at two lineups here. Okay, bear with me. We're going to take a look at the England provisional. 33-man squad, and then look at the England national football team who have been called up so far. Who have been removed from the squad, of course. Alright, so here we go. So, uh, Dean Henderson, uh, Sam Johnston, John Pickford, Aaron Ramsdale. Defenders are John Stones, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Trent, uh, Kyle Walker, Tyrone Mings, Rhys James, Connor Cody, Ben Chilwell, Ben Godfrey, Kieran Trippier, and Ben White. The fielders you have Mason Mount, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, Jude Bellingham, Calvin Phillips, Jesse Lingard, and James Ward-Prowse. Finally, for the forwards you have Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Raheem Sterling, Dominic Albert-Lewin, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Mason Greenwood, Ollie Watkins, Jaden Sancho, and Bukayo Saka. Alright, here's my opinion. It starts here. Very simplistic. We're going to take a look at the national uh, team that came out, every single player, take them all. So, um, goalkeepers, John Pickford, Dean Henderson, Sam Johnstone, good, really good job there, fantastic. Uh, moving on to uh, defense, we have Kyle Walker, Luke Shaw, John Stones, Harry Maguire, Kieran Trippier, uh, Tyrone Mings, Connor Cody, Ben Will, Trent, and Reese James. Okay, that's fine. Declan Rice, Jordan, Phil uh, Jordan Henderson, Calvin Phillips, Mason Mount, and Jude Bellingham. I can disagree there. Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, Marcus Rashford, Jane Sancho, Donna Calvert-Lewin, Phil Ford, and Bukayo Saka. Okay, that's, that's good as well. That's fantastic. Now, the problem comes with me saying this, and I'm just going to say it fully. I don't know why... James Ward-Prowse hasn't been chosen. Jesse Lingard, I understand, because having one good season does not guarantee your success. But James Ward-Prowse is a very, very good free-kick-taker, and he is needed for England. Um, as for the defense, why am I not shocked that once again England is going down the same old path? 
Okay, so Kyle Walker and Kieran Trippier and Trent Alexander-Arnold and Reese James are all in one position. Right back. And that's okay if you want to have diversity in right backs. But you don't have that much diversity, granted the fact that Kyle Walker, Kieran Trippier, and Reese James all more or less can also play center back, and Trent can go into a whole different position, which is midfield. Center back to right back, there isn't that much of a change. Like, either you're on the right, and then you move to the center, or you're on the right, and you move to the center going attacking forward. So you're making a cross going towards. Granted, you can also play, say that Trent is also a left, a left back to right back, but that's a whole different thing. It's also Luke Shaw and Ben Shilwell who are the only two left backs, which is very stupid because if one of them gets injured, then you're relying solely on one player performing day in, day out. Stupid. Um, midfield, I think Declan Rice is fine, although I personally hate him because of the fact that he was originally Irish, but then switched agencies to play for England because he wanted to get more seniority. But you're originally going to get like the, the position, no matter what, is very stupid, and I hate him with all my, with all my guts. Jordan Henderson um, should be given captaincy. I don't know why they gave it to Harry Kane, to be honest. I still don't know why, because Jordan Henderson clearly has more experience in these situations. Um, Mason Mount, Jude Bellingham, I can't disagree there. I think they should be. They should have been safer with removing Kieran Trippier and putting, uh, instead of him, they can put uh, James Ward-Prowse as a free kick taker, because Trent Alexander-Arnold is definitely not going to play uh, an essential game fine, because that's... I don't know what's going to happen. They're not going to play anything. But since James Ward-Prowse plays for a very, very small team like Southampton, who don't perform that well, they're going to give it to them. Fine, but Jack Grealish performed excellently, helped Aston Villa get there. Why is he there? James Ward-Prowse should be given the same respect. Drew Billingham, I completely agree with. Now, the amount of attackers, though, is insane. We have Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, DCL, Phil Foden, and Bukayo Saka. We have eight attackers. Why eight? You don't need eight. You could have went with, like, uh, Harvey Barnes. He was a young player. He wants to perform well. He had the opportunity. Great. Um, Danny Ings, he could, have, he could have had the opportunity. Fantastic. Tim Abraham, he could have had the opportunity. You could have given it to him. It's, it's pathetic looking, this team, because, like, you have really good, talented players. And the thing is that, man, you have such good players. He, I don't know why he doesn't use them. He has the opportunity to use them. He just doesn't want to. Like, why? You, like, you don't have to do this. Like, honestly, God, you don't have to perform at this level. If you don't want to, it's fine. We, we don't have to. It's the only one one World Cup. Um, as for the Euros, I, yeah, they always finish third place. And why am I shocked that they're not going to do it? It's it's stupid. It's pathetic. Alright, well, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.